in your retirement plan right now, you could be losing over $300,000. And no, this is not clickbait. We're literally going to show you exactly what mistake you're making, which is causing you to lose all this money. But you have to watch the whole video. And before we get into that mistake, we need you to understand what's happening in the market and how you could actually avoid losing all this money, right? So bro, let's get straight into the video, bro, and put them onto game. Most definitely, bro. So there's so much confusion in the market right now because everybody's expecting us to go down, but we've been pushing up. So why does everybody think we're going down? Well, first of all, we have bank failures. All these banks are failing lately, and that's not a good sign because they're going to have to tighten up lending standards, which could put us into a recession. So I'm sure you've heard about First Republic, Silicon Valley, the list goes on and on, and there's more to come. On top of that, like we said, a recession may be coming. Here's how long it can last, according to economists, right? So everybody's speculating on how long the recession will last because everybody's pretty sure we're going to be in a recession. At this point, it's about how long and how aggressive it will be. On top of that, we still never finished solving inflation. Inflation is still sky high. Although it has come down, it's still too high. So the worst part about it is it's different things that's driving it. Before we knew what was driving it, now it looks like services inflation has still not come down it's not just about supply shortages and price of your goods because that has actually subsided a little bit but service inflation is still sky high and then now you can look at the cme fed watch tool which we use to what gauge what the federal reserve may be doing regarding interest rates in the upcoming meetings and we talked to you guys about this before but if you look into september what they're anticipating is that the Fed is going to have to pivot in September, meaning they're going to cut interest rates. I'm not talking about pausing and staying mm -hmm. high. They want them to start cutting starting in September. That's what the expectation is as of this recording. But the only reason why they would ever cut is if something breaks. Jerome Powell made that very clear. And so if we're anticipating that they're going to cut in September, that means that economists are starting to see that something crazy is going to be brewing during the summer time period we might be in a deep recession by then mm -hmm. so that is very bearish everything i just said is very bearish you would think with all this stuff going on we would be at basically all-time lows mm -hmm. <laughs> like it sounds like 2008 but then take a look at this no scheme this is apple no scheme. what do you think about Apple right now does this look does this look bearish to you yeah, so that's the crazy part, right? Because when you think about everything you just said, bro, there's a lot of cases for us to be bearish, as you said, right? The news is saying we're extremely bearish and they're trying to portray that. But then you look at Apple, it's almost as all-time high, right? Yep. So that's like, it keeps on running up and up and up. And being a holder of Apple, I'm pretty damn happy right now. But I'm also confused. Exactly. Happy but confused. Like, I'll take the gains, but hey. Like, very confused and for those who don't understand how this is remember that as the line goes up if, if the line is going up that means that the price is going up once the line is going down that means the price is going down so as you see and this is a weekly chart which means that every candle represents one week in the past several weeks we have been going up and up and up in price on apple we're near all-time highs it doesn't start it doesn't stop with apple let's look at microsoft same thing microsoft is near all-time highs right now at the recording microsoft is 310 dollars. it's all-time high is near 350. we're not 
Nvidia, we know Nvidia's been on a rampage. They're also near their all-time highs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all-time highs. And then you look at the S&P 500 and they're starting to break out. So for those who don't understand, a swing high and a swing low kind of determine your major points. And we're really close to our swing high, which means if we're able to get above this level on a weekly chart, that is extremely bullish. So why the heck is the stock market continuing to push with all this bearish news at bay? And one reason may be because this is the most predictable recession ever. And on top of that, the Federal Reserve, they announced all their moves, which was never a thing back in the past. So maybe everything already was priced in or maybe they're pushing it just to dump it on us in the summertime. And that's the crazy part, bro. Like, just think, just can you do me a favor just so people could see this? Like, just move your, just move your um, swing high arrow, right? Look at the time period on that. Just go to all the way to the left. That was literally in last year, August. So we're almost at the same point that we were at last year in August. We're almost there. I'm not saying we are there. And it's crazy because all this is happening during a time period when interest rates are going higher, which doesn't make sense because like these are tech companies, like Nvidia, Microsoft, Apple, right? They thrive no matter when, what economy, obviously clearly they're the best companies, but it's like usually they thrive even more when the interest rates are lower because they could borrow more, but now interest rates are higher and they're still doing great, which causes even more confusion. So now we're just in a ball of an area. It's like, it just keeps on rolling and rolling and rolling. We're like, yo, you pass. Now you pass to me, you pass, you shoot the ball. We're all confused as heck. Like what's going on? Yeah, exactly. And like you said, like tech is supposed to be impacted negatively and tech actually is most tech companies that actually have not been doing well in a high interest rate environment but these major companies the biggest of the biggest they're spearheading and carrying the whole market on their back right now and so like you said nobody knows what's going on or should we be bullish should we be bearish there's all this confusion but i know one thing that you could always control is your retirement account because it's hard to predict short-term movements but one thing you know is investing long-term in your retirement is the way to go but Lucy, let's talk to them about how they're potentially making the biggest mistake of their whole life yeah before we actually get into that we need you guys to do us a favor and click that like button if you are new to this please subscribe because we're literally about to show you how you're making the mistake and possibly losing over three hundred thousand dollars i'm about to get right into it so right off the bat guys at the end of the day look there are multiple things that you guys can invest in when it comes to retirement but but i will say most people i can almost guarantee and bet that you guys are investing in something called a target date fund right a target date fund is something that ends in a number so something like this fidelity freedom index 2060 right people might be investing in a 2065 people might be investing in a 2055 so it all varies now, when you look at this, this is what I want you to pay very close attention to. Right here, I've done something where it basically shows the expense ratio. So for those who don't know, right, expense ratio just means how much you are actually paying to be a part of that investment, right? Like it's an expense. So every single year, every single time that you have money in that account, it's not that you're getting 100% of it. You're paying an expense so you can actually make sure the people running it are doing their job. Simple as that, right? So an expense ratio for a 2060 plan or target date fund right here, 0.12%. It's nothing crazy, right, Ralph? 
You want to no, think that's crazy. 0.12, that's not bad. Nothing at all. Fidelity 500 though, which is, right? Fidelity 500 index fund, which is something that resembles the S&P 500, which is something we always tell you guys to really check out because at the end of the day, the top 500 companies in this country, I'm willing to bet on that. You willing to bet on that, bro? For a fact, it's probably better than the whole rest of the world. Right, exactly. So when you look at it, this one is 0.015%. Once again, it's like, yeah, it's a difference, but it's not like, oh my God, it's a crazy difference. So just keep in mind that although the difference might seem small, it still matters, right? So really quick, what I want you to do right now is just go and check what your 401k is investing in. Because if it's investing in this one, watch how you're about to lose all this money. So let's do a quick little thing. Right here, we found this article that is basically talking about how much should you contribute to your 401k. Now, when you think about it, it says most financial advisors recommend saving more than 10% of your income. We're not going to do more, right? We're just going to say 10% on average. So let's just assume right now that you just started working, right? On average, we're saying on average $10,000 because Yes, when you start working, most likely you're not making $100,000. However, when you're probably 35 and 40, you're making more than $100,000. So let's just say on average, $10,000 per year gets invested into your 401k. So far, so good, bro? Definitely, definitely. We're gonna do 40 years, okay? I'm not even gonna go crazy, we're just gonna do 40. Let's say you start working at 22, you go until 62. The rate of return, and this is another reason why I love this. Look at this thing for me, right? The index 2060, if I zoom in a little bit for you guys right here, this is 7.36%. 7.36 for a life. The S&P 500, 12% in 10 years, 11%. Now it's going down. However, let's just say 10%, right? Let's just say the stock market was a 10%. Look at this number right here for you guys. If we do 10% and I say that the actual expense ratio was 0 0.12 0 0.12 look how much money you make you're extremely happy with this right you're like yo this is lit i'm a millionaire fire well just remember a hundred and sixty one thousand dollars were paid in fees okay a hundred one so you paid a hundred and sixty one thousand in fees that's what you didn't get to keep for yourself that's what you did not get to keep for yourself yep. now watch this 0 0.15 right 0 0.15 how much did you pay in fees, bro? Only $20,000. Versus which one? 130 something? 161,000. 150. So how much did you just say, bro? Bro, 100 and what? 40? Yeah. Exactly. That's how much money you could possibly be wasting if you are invested in a target date fund. All right? That's just fidelity. We got more for y'all, right? Here goes Vanguard. The same theory applies. Zero. 0.08 versus 0 0.04. Nothing crazy. You're thinking, bro, what is that? Like, that's not even that crazy of a difference. If you do this, same thing, you spend $108,000 in fees. 108. Now, if I do 04, 54,000 in fees. That's crazy. That's the crazy part about this. Cause like, look how much money y'all are wasting. 
Then I got another one for you guys because what we did on Bad Talk is we literally did our research on this and we basically showed you the top three. So you got Vanguard, Fidelity over here, and then BlackRock, right? So BlackRock is the largest one. That's the most expensive one so far in terms of your actual fees. You have 0.15 as a target date fund. So I'm gonna do that same thing right here. Boom. $200,000 in fees. Yes, you're still a millionaire, but look how much money you're wasting. And then let's do this one. 0 0.1 right, right off the bat. Boom. Once again, you're saving over $60,000. Now that's the crazy part about this, y'all. Y'all have to understand at the end of the day, if you're investing in a target date fund, you are wasting your money. Why are you wasting your money? Because the way a target date fund works is when you're closer and you're younger, right? Into like the golden ages, you're investing in stocks. But the older you get, you start moving into bonds. So someone is basically allocating your money for you. So you pay a higher fee. That's why target date funds are more expensive, which is why you want to stay away from them and just invest in something like an S&P 500. Because during that entire time span, bro, we know that the market makes 10%. And if you follow that rule, you can save a lot of money. And yes, we're showing you Vanguard, Fidelity, and BlackRock. But some of y'all have higher expense ratios than the ones I just showed you, which is why the difference could be even more than 200, even more than $300,000. So please do yourselves a favor and check out what you're investing in, man. Yes, bro. And over a hundred years of research has gone into the stock market to show that it's going to average about 10% per year. So mm -hmm. you're going to make these gains, but you're also losing gains by simply not being lazy and clicking a button. Like literally clicking a button from changing from this fund into this ETF could save you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like stop being lazy. I don't understand your laziness is costing you six figures and you're all going to be millionaires. I just want to show really quickly that uh, cause I thought this was very interesting speaking on the topic of being millionaire in retirement and everything, right? New York has the most millionaires in the world out of the top cities. And you can see the top cities listed here in order. It goes New York, Tokyo, San Francisco, London, Singapore, LA, right? So it's just pretty interesting. And New York had 59 billionaires. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny to see that. And um, on top of this, the fastest growing city was Austin, um, where... Austin has seen the highest growth of high net worth individuals. It exploded 102% since 2012. That's the largest increase of high net the high net worth individuals after this place in China. I don't know how to pronounce that. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to kill it. But I thought that was interesting. Austin is the fastest growing city for, for wealthy people at that point. And the last thing I'll show here is um, just looking at the millionaires by by race and ethnicity, you see that 76% of millionaires in the US are white, 8% are black, 8% are Asian, but you have to keep in mind that black people make up 14% of the US population and only 8% of them are black. And then but Asians only make up 6% and they still have 8%. So really the, the amount of people is is very different there. Mm -hmm. um, 7% are Hispanic. Um, so I, I was just showing this to show like being a millionaire is actually a lot more simple than people. Yeah. It's, it's attainable at the end of the day. People it's just simple. think it's not. 
exactly like newski literally just shows you guys the numbers like you can all be millionaires even if you're just going through retirement but the world's 100 richest individuals they earn their first million dollars at age 37 on average so my 20 something rows don't give up on yourself there's a lot of time left mm. and if you're older it's cool because the average millionaire is 57 years old so like we said it's extremely attainable i don't want you guys to get discouraged just know keep doing what we said make that change in your retirement fund mm -hmm. and you know keep doing what you have to do investing even when things look bleak right now we talked about in the beginning how the news looks bad some people think we're going up some people think we're going down you don't know what's coming next just continue to invest because you see it pays off in the long run that's a fact and at the end of the day guys 401k and retirement is one vehicle there's other things that you guys could do as well where you're only using ten thousand dollars at average some of y'all could max out your 401k so we want y'all to be successful in what y'all do man and if this was a helpful episode for you guys and we provided you with anything and you feel like you're gaining value here please do us a favor and like this video make sure you subscribe and hit that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week and you don't want to miss them make sure you check us out on wednesday but until then peace peace soundstruck